Hello, everybody. Welcome to Real Talk. I am Lee McConnell. And I'm Walker Allen. Uh, we are the two most self-absorbed, self-proclaimed best minds of the Prowler. This is Real Talk. We like to talk real. Um, let's get right into it. Walker, what are the youth interested in? I mean, there's a lot of stuff, but if there's one thing we really care about, I know as a youth, it's school. Yeah, well, I would agree with you. Uh, it's getting to that time of year again where um, we are at the end of March. Today was the first day of April. Um, so let's just talk about school. Yeah, like late, like what's good and bad about school. All right, well, of course, bad news first. Um, what's the first bad thing about school? Uh, I would have to say the fact that it exists. Yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of like the worst thing about school, <laughs> is that, that, that it's an actual thing that I mean, happens. Everybody hates school. Yeah, right? I mean, like that's the one factor in everything that's bad, is that it exists. I mean, you're practically a communist if you like school. Oh yeah, pretty much. Like, I'm pretty sure that's what Joseph McCarthy was all about, was ending school. Stalin. I heard Stalin was a big into education. Okay. Okay. It exists. I guess yeah. we established that. But seriously, I would say one thing about school is, as far as the grading system works, it's not about how much you learn. It's about how well you memorize. I, I do think that's, that's a really valid point with schools, is that a lot of what we learn, quotations, at school, is really just... We're learning it until the test, and then we can forget it until the final exam. Mm-hmm. Most of what I think I learn as far as life goes comes from experience. Yeah, and that's not to say that like school is useless. That's no, just saying that, you as know... As far as like, how it is judged, how much did I learn as far as like testing goes, like, you know, yeah. um, Georgia milestones, exams, like... Slows, slows, all that other stuff. It's all about how much I can memorize in the three hours the night before that I study. Yeah, yeah, and like, especially that's just, you know, you hear about cramming, but I think that's something every student does to some degree, even the best students. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Um, you, of course, school is starts at 8.35 every single weekday and looks for breaks, and it ends at 3.45 in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. That's almost eight hours. Yeah, that's, that's and pretty much eight hours of then, school. Then, on top of that, you're given worksheets, projects, assignments that can really add up in time. Yeah, like at least another hour. Like, you're going to spend at least an hour, another hour on homework, and that's just from, like, normal classes. Mm-hmm. If you're taking AP classes and other classes. yeah other, other gifted classes, then that's just so much more work. I mean... You know, I'm in AP. AP uh, language is the first AP class I've taken, mm-hmm. and I've had pretty much nonstop projects overall for the past uh, like month and a half. Mm-hmm. I got home yesterday to work on my math project, and I went from like five to like nine. I totally get that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I mean, like, and how how are you supposed to do other homework? Working on some homework from five, working on one piece of homework from five to nine, and then finish your other homework eat healthy, and then go to sleep mm, at a decent I time. I recommend a salad if you're going to eat that late. Yeah, yeah, I, I would go With to sleep. With oranges. Yeah, to eat his own. But no, I agree. I think some of it is, for me, I really, as much this year, I don't get as much from one class. It's really just all the classes that really add up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and I really, maybe it's just that teachers don't realize how much each other are Well, yeah, there's, there's a lot about, like, teachers... Because obviously, like, I'm not saying teachers have never been kids, because everyone's a kid at some yeah, point. Yeah, everyone's a kid. But it's, I mean, it's also been a while, and it was a different time. But it's also just, like, the curriculums. I mean, have you That's ever been much. in a class where you've been through the entire curriculum on schedule? Um, I 
I, uh, I don't want to say no, but I can't think of a single classroom that actually 100% have. Neither I. I mean, I've had teachers just admit that, yeah, yeah, the county curriculum isn't something you can even speak, especially in physics. Um, I, I always hear that the county curriculum isn't something that you can keep up to date with if you do labs. And for science classes like physics, labs are required. Yeah. yeah, that means labs are the physics. It's important to apply what you learn in the class. Yeah, because well, yeah, a lot of physics, there's math, but a lot of it is conceptual. Yeah. And that's where a lot of the labs come in. Um, I would say that I think you're right, you know, and it's tough. I think it's not just for the students. I think it's tough for teachers you yeah. know, to get through that. Well, yeah, and like you always hear teachers talking about, I mean, yeah, students... We go out on break, our school's over until like the week or whatever. Yeah. But then teachers, they stay here later. They Their break ends, starts and ends at di like at different times in the students. Mm -hmm. yeah, and they've easy. still got work. Mm -hmm. And um, if you take into that trying to get through curriculum and having longer work days and whatnot, um, it's kind of tough considering how teachers now, how it is determined that you are a teacher and that you keep your job versus losing your job now with the milestone system. Oh yeah, stuff like my, I mean, I'm, I'm not against like, you know, obviously yeah. the uh, the county and the board of the boards of education want to make sure students are learning what they need to be learning. Yes. They want to make sure everything's going well. Mm -hmm. But there comes a point where it's just, it's not really that helpful. Because no. you don't need two final exams. Exactly. Yeah. And there are some cases where, like with milestones, they replace a final exam. Mm -hmm. But then you've also got situations with, this, with the, the slows, which, I don't. I don't remember what slow stands for. Uh, student learning objective. Student learning objective, which it's, and it's from the county. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's the county exam, mm -hmm. like two months before the exam. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I took three tests last year in math. I, if, yes, three tests last year in just math. That was the slow, the milestone, and the exam. And I mean that's pretty much three exams. That is three standardized tests that I'm taking for one class. Yeah. You know? And, um, and it's all the same stuff, too. So, like, I'm taking a test that will say, what is 1 plus 1? And the answer is always going to be 2. Yeah. It's the same formulas. It's just making me take the same test three different times for three groups. The exam comes from the teachers, the milestones from the state, and the slows from the county. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it's... I think that's... I'm going to say it's not fair, right? But... I think that there's definitely room for improvement. There. Yeah, it, it's not that it's not fair. It's just it's something that needs to be looked at and considered. You mm -hmm. know, yeah. it's something that just needs to be. I don't want to say fixed because it's not that there's inherently a problem. It's just something that sounds a lot better on paper, but then you try it out, and it's something you need to sort of fix when people complain about it. Next, still talking about some of the disadvantages or cons to school, is that it really. There's one teacher for most classrooms, you know, of what, 20 students, maybe? Yeah, like, I, at Stars Mill, it's usually like 30, because we've got so many students. Mm -hmm. um, and it's already tough to get through all the curriculum in time. Um, but sometimes, you know, this, the teacher's style, the method of teaching, doesn't accommodate to every student's... Um, it doesn't accommodate to everybody's learning style, mm -hmm. you know? Like, yeah, some yeah. students are just more visual... Uh, they have to see it written down somewhere. Yeah, like I myself, I'm a very like logical, visual kind of mm -hmm. person. I mean, obviously, I'm so into writing and stuff. Yeah. But I mean, that's why I have so much problem with math and science classes. Well, it's like science, non-conceptual science classes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's because so much of it is just like all in your head, thinking math-wise stuff. And like, yeah, you'll think like logical goes with that, but there's like a certain point where it's just, I don't know. You just can't 
it's just harder to understand. I, I get where you're coming from. I mean, math's been one of my worst subjects for my entire school career. Mm. Well, I'm sure you're not alone there. Yeah. You know. Um, but I would say trying to accommodate everybody's learning style in one classroom and like, yeah. is kind of like trying to say... In a way, a one person classroom. Yeah. You're like, here's a monkey and here's an elephant. And we're going to see, for your test, you're going to see who can climb a tree in the fastest time. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm not, that's not the best metaphor for it. Well, yeah, it's it's like like using a knife and like a spoon to cut something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One's gonna do a one. They can both do it, but one's yeah. gonna do a way better job. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's not that the student just doesn't get it. It's just that the teacher isn't presenting it in a way that the student understands. And that's not to knock on teachers, because no, obviously because teachers, most teachers want to help their students and have mm-hmm. their students succeed. Not only because that's just that's why you sign up to be a teacher. Yeah, and that's one of pros later we'll touch on a little bit later but yeah but also because their job depends on their students doing well mm-hmm. so i mean you've got that whole good samaritan wanting to educate children but then also your livelihood depends on your children doing well yeah and it's like teachers try to accommodate accommodate kids but it's just not possible to give every single kid exactly what they need yeah yeah especially with that comes again with compressed curriculum where you're really compressed in time and that kind of branches to our next point we're talking about. Not only is teacher success dependent on the student, but student success in the future is dependent on the teacher. Yeah. Um, really, it's it does come down to your grades when it comes to getting into good colleges and to succeeding later in life, unless you're Mark Zuckerberg and hmm. you're just, you know, or Bill Gates, computer genius. Which, yeah. You know. You're just always a genius, and you can drop out of college and do your own thing. Not college, Harvard. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I, I, for one, I'm not that person, so, I mean, my success, future, and, like, get, being able to get into college and whatnot is dependent on me being able to learn and do well here, mm-hmm. and me reflecting that in my tests and my assignments. Yeah, I think that is a really valid point, is that, you know, I mean, so many students, especially now, are just worried about their future, because mm-hmm. it's always, and then that, that segues sort of into points, is that we feel like high school is required it's, it has been for a while. The, like, the further we get, the more you have to have, like, a basic degree from college. I mean, no yeah. place is going to hire you without having a college degree. Mm-hmm. But college just isn't for some people. It's just not. You and know, at, not. at this point, it's becoming an extension of high school. Mm-hmm. Just a lot harder. And a lot more expensive. Yeah. And then you get people who... And a lot more required. Yeah, yeah. You get people who have trouble in school, and they manage to get by with helping their teachers. And they go to, like, call it, like huge colleges... With like 200 person classes, and you can't get the same help you get in high school in a 200 person class. Mm-hmm. That just doesn't work. And it's just you know, that's just how it is now. Yeah, that, that's just that's the way it is, and we can't. I mean, that's not something you can change because you can't revamp how the entire world world a- acts when it comes to jobs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so moving on to our next point, this will be our last con of school, and that is sometimes the curriculum doesn't fit for everybody. For example, in math, um, I can't say what I'm going to do later, I don't know for a fact, but I feel like it's a little bit of a waste of my time mm-hmm. to have to learn stuff like, you know, trigonometry, stuff like that, when honestly after the standardized test I'm just going to forget it, Yeah, and yeah. I'm never going to have to use it later on. And that's, that's not to say stuff like, it, like advanced math courses is useless. It's not useless. It's just not applicable. It's just not for everybody. It's not applicable for everybody. And of course, you get to like a point where it's, where someone would say like, "Well, a kid doesn't know what he's gonna do. Maybe he's gonna go and do like a STEM field." But when he doesn't, 
he's got all this stuff that's just mm-hmm. bogging down his grades and it's like sort of ruined his high school career. Yeah. And I mean, like, like I, I want to go into writing. I'm in journalism. I'm in creative writing. AP writing. Yeah, yeah. AP Lang. I'm gonna be in AP. I'm in AP Lit next year. Uh, writing is what I want to do with my okay, life. Hey, that's enough bragging. <laughs> writing is what I want to do with my life. Smarty man. But uh. So wouldn't you think? I mean, Stars Mill has like two thousand kids, pretty much. So obviously you can't specialize a uh, a curriculum for every child. But don't you think that like I would want to go more towards more English classes, which is what I've tried to do. Mm-hmm. But there's a point where, um, especially like when you ask a teacher where you're gonna apply something, and they can't give you like an honest answer. A reasonable application. Yeah, like 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 when you ask your teacher when when are we gonna use sine or cosine, and they say on the test. And that's the that's the only thing they can come up with. Yeah. I, I think there's a problem with that. And, and of course, you're going to use it on the test. But, but after that, again, you're just memorizing it, and then you're going to forget it. There's so many spaces. There's so many like places where you're just not going to use some of this math past life. Mm-hmm. And it's not just math. Yeah, it's yeah, it's not it's not just. I mean, you can say the same thing about learned like so much about literature. You, yeah, you could say the same thing about English and stuff. You could say the same thing about science and history. history. Mm-hmm. Well, I think history is a little bit hard to make a case for, but the really specific parts of history. Okay, so that's a lot on the cons of school. Mm-hmm. Should we maybe move on to the brighter side? I, I think we and probably there should. there is a brighter side. There is a brighter side, because school, we, we, we talk about college not being required, but school and education is definitely required. Mm-hmm. It is undeniable that you know, education is power in today's world. Yeah. You know, it's good to be educated. Being educated is... It's fun, honestly. Like, oh yeah, it's it's definitely. I mean, it's even I'm like just basic literacy is yeah. important and puts you at so much of a higher advantage. Mm-hmm. And that's the difference between you know places like here in first world countries and in developing countries where education just isn't isn't. It uh, isn't as like accessible. Isn't a, yeah, isn't as accessible and isn't a guaranteed right like it is here. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like you go, you see where places where people have to go to, s- to other countries just to build schools. Mm-hmm. And I mean, just not as fortunate as we are here. Yeah, it's just. But one of the benefits of school is that you do learn, you know, as mm-hmm. much as you know, maybe you're memorizing trigonometry. In the end, you do learn here. Oh yeah, yeah. You, I mean, yeah, you do learn. And it's essential for the rest of your life. Yeah, like I mean, yeah, we talk about how like not all people like when I mean, you need to know history. You need to know biology and how like you and other like living things mm-hmm. work. You need to know math health. to like yeah. You need to know health. You need to. You should do like. Athletic classes because it's healthy. You should teaches do you athletic classes. Well, yeah, I was uh, like physical. Uh, you should take PE. Physical PE, education. You know, I was trying to think of the. No, well, yeah, because Stars Mill has so many different kinds. And, yeah. Besides just PE, mm-hmm. because that teaches you how to. It it. How to take care of yourself. Yeah, it puts you on the right path to take care of your body and personal be healthier. Fitness. Yeah, and classes like personal fitness and health are mandatory. Yeah, and like like weight training especially. So many people mm-hmm. are in those classes. Yeah. And they're so. That's something that's going to be applicable applicable to your life no matter what. Yeah. Um, school sports, I would say, are a plus. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, like, that comes with school spirit and all that. But mm-hmm. also, like, I love going to the football games. It's a good social event, which is another for school, learning social skills. Oh, definitely. And for the people who play those sports, that's a career path for them for some of them. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, you look at like signing day, so many students. We could go on and on about, uh, sport. about statistics for college football and. Mm-hmm. Professional football. Basketball. Yeah, just every sport, pretty much. I mean, you look at, like, especially sports that aren't, like, football and basketball. Like, more specific sports, like gymnastics and stuff, and, like, 
well, I don't want to say fencing because that's the one I do, so it's obviously, but like just things that are more specific like that. I mean, you could, you're a potential Olympian if you play a sport like that. Mm-hmm. And being an Olympians, being like the best of the best of athletes. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to be in, to be in the Olympics. Um, I think we kind of covered three and one here. Yeah. School sports, it's good for the student who plays that sport. It's good for the students to support that. Yeah, that yeah, team, yeah. You know, I yeah, love it, it brings like an overall sense of like unification I and camaraderie. Going, yeah, yeah. I love going to uh, baseball. So I love going to all of them. Mm-hmm. There's not one, and it's not just maybe I'm not a big fan of baseball itself, but I still oh, think yeah. it's a good social. Yeah, I, it's I, a good I, thing to root behind. I'm not a huge fan of baseball, but I love going to baseball games. Absolutely. I love going to like a Braves. It's game. a fan experience. It's so much. Like it's so much fun. Mm-hmm. And you brought a point there about. Um, the camaraderie. Yeah. Right. Yeah, the sort of like uni- unification of unity between yeah, students. You go around and everybody hates school, right? Yeah. But when it's Friday night and Stars Mill is playing Macintosh, to Stars Mill, to people you know who maybe don't like school as much, Stars Mill is the greatest thing there is on this earth except oh, for yeah. mac and cheese. Yeah. And oranges and salad. Yeah, yeah, sure. But, um, exactly. yeah. I mean, there's a point where, like, Obviously, everyone at school doesn't get isn't gonna get along together because that's just not how it works. Mm-hmm. But when you're at le- when you're at a baseball game or a basketball game or a school event, a school sport sporting mm-hmm. event, it brings out the school spirit. You're it. all like one like entity. You're all just a representative mm-hmm. of that school. There's a common friendship. There's a common alliance, and there's a common yeah. enemy. The other team. Yeah. Specifically, you know. Which is you know. Rival schools like Mac Being melodramatic, but still, yeah. it's just. I mean, it gives people, you know, a cause to root for and against. It's something you really can't, I mean, I, I think it, almost everyone goes to a sporting event in their life, and, and it's it, something you can't really understand until you go to one for yeah, a team you support. Absolutely. Um, and I think it gives people, you know, a certain pride. Yeah. I think is the word. Well, yeah, because we, I mean, we love to be an undefeated team, and, mm-hmm. yeah, and when we are an undefeated team. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that kind of covered social skills, which is a big part of school. Uh, it's a huge part of life in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think there's a lot to learn here. There, oh, yeah. Um, I think there's a difference between public education, like you know, when you're going to a private school or being homeschooled, is the ability to gain social skills, whether you know it or not. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Like, we don't want to knock on homeschooling because not at all. some people have to be homeschooled, yeah. depending on their situation. And for some people, that's just, you know, but the, yeah, better for them. There's, yeah, they definitely. There's a definite difference between children who are homeschooled and children who go to a public mm-hmm. or just a big or go to like an actual school but i would say a benefit of the public schools is the institution we go to is definitely learning social skills and developing them too mm-hmm. not just learning them yeah i mean you look at every like baby book and it all talks about how even when they're children who don't understand like they're tiny talk. yeah they can't talk they don't know mm-hmm. what things are it's still important for them to be around other children yeah even if they might not understand where they are I think whether you know it or not, you're learning a lot. Yeah. That's cool. I mean, I and think maybe it doesn't always come from the textbook. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can't write a textbook on social skills. Mm-hmm. Well, I, psychologists might disagree, but. <laughs> so you can write a textbook. You can write a textbook on social skills. Way to go, Walker. But you can't write something down and say this is how to be social. Moving on. I still have trouble understanding. That's okay. So friends. 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 You make friends at school. Yeah, that, that, that again, that That's ties back to the social skills. you spend the most time in one place, if you spend the most time, without a doubt, in your childhood and even in your teenage years, in school. Yeah. 
and that's probably where you de uh, devote most of your time, most of your effort, most of your energy to. Yeah, I mean, I think um, there's definitely, yeah, like, everyone makes a friend at school, mm -hmm. you know? And that's just something that happens. It, yeah, it's yeah, just part of being at school. It's just what? It's a combination of diverse people and diverse ideas, mm -hmm. and somewhere in that mix are people who, you know, match up, they socially, like, talk to each other, and um, they're socially similar, I think, and mentally similar. Well, yeah, and, um, it's definitely, it, it goes back, it ties back into the going to, like, sporting event thing. You know, social skills. A lot of students just hate school. But we're all going through it together, and it's all it's a lot of us are going through the same problems. So mm -hmm. you're gonna make like a companion along the way, because it's not like you can't relate to someone else who hates school. Mm -hmm. I mean, look at this list. We brainstormed this list with several of our friends in journalism. Yeah, that's something that unified us. Is mm -hmm. just not liking school or having problem having issues with school. And I think another thing to move on to that we put with the sports is career pathways for students, and it's not just sports. Definitely sports, like look at the signing day, you know, I have tons of students here at Stars are going to college to play the sport they've been mm -hmm. playing. But also with like um, debate, yeah, journalism, creative writing, creative writing, drama, and, and drama, drama especially, our drama program chorus is one is band, one of the best in orchestra, the country. Yeah, yeah, there's definitely like tons of career opportunities, work based learning here. Mm -hmm. You guys very good networking for school or for jobs in Bay County. It's definitely, you know, again, whether you know it or not, there are a lot of opportunities not just to learn, but to succeed in your future. Here. Yeah. Um, and that's definitely a benefit. Yeah. And that comes from school. Yeah, because with school, that's where you start to get, to get opened up to careers and what you might want to do in the future. Mm -hmm. um, so I think we have two more points here. When we talked earlier about... Um, curriculum that maybe we don't like, maybe we don't want to learn, maybe it's unnecessary. But mm -hmm. there's a lot of stuff that it's really interesting. Oh, there's some really interesting stuff. Um, I'm a big history person. Oh, yeah, I me too. love world history and U.S. history. Mm -hmm. That really fascinates me, and I enjoy learning about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, like, I don't plan to go into a history field at all, but I love learning about mm -hmm. our past and the past of humans. And, sorry, humans in general. We had a little bit of an accident for a second. <laughs> Um, also, like you brought up language. Yeah. English. Yeah. Um, for me, science is also very fascinating. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, like I said, I'm interested in science, but I'm, that's not something I'm particularly, like, going for in life, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's still something that you learn, and you don't memorize everything for the test. Yeah. I mean, some stuff's just some stuff sticks with you because you really learn. You mm -hmm. really learn and memorize it forever. Uh, did you know that the mitochondria is the powerhouse of the I cell? I didn't know that my mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. Biology. Uh, last but not least, there are just some people here at Stars Mill named teachers and administrators and counselors who really go above and beyond oh, out of yeah. their way to make sure that students here the best of themselves and in the students here. Yeah, I mean, I have a teacher who, you know, no matter what, if you have a problem, no matter what day it is, they'll say, come in the morning, I'll help you with it. And I, I've done, I've had the same teacher for a few years, and I've done that several times over the years. Mm -hmm. And it's just, like, it's just going above and beyond as a teacher. Yeah, and then you get some situations where you've got a teacher who does that, and they plan something, and that plan sort of doesn't work out for the best. 
But the important thing is they tried and they're thinking about the students and they had the students' interests like at heart. Um, and we're not just talking academically, right? Because oh, yeah, yeah. if you have a problem with like, you know, if you missed a day and you need to make some stuff up or if you just didn't get the notes, like you don't understand it, it's very hard to find a teacher, especially here, that won't come in early in the morning. And oh, you. yeah. And um, if, if they can, it's because they genuinely cannot come in. It's mm-hmm. not because they don't want to. Yeah, they go above and beyond, I think, as a teacher. But it's also issues, um, whether like at home or whatever, like, mm-hmm. it's just... Oh yeah, the I mean the counselors are so... The counselors are very giving of their time yeah. and all of that. Um, it's just a great atmosphere, I think. I, I, like, I, really, I really do agree with that. And I think it's something we as students can appreciate. Yeah, yeah. Because you get these people who, you know, make a living out of having to deal with teenagers for <laughs> however many years. It's unbelievable. But it's Some impressive. of us are really hard to deal with. Some of us. Especially the person sitting next to me. Especially the person standing next to me. Yeah. Bleh. Well, Well, that's, I think, our take on school. Um, Of course, there's lots that can be said about school. Yeah, there's a lot to say. There's a lot we haven't said. There's a lot we can't say. I think we covered most of our points. Yeah, yeah, I really think we've done this list justice. Okay. Um, So, it is currently Space Time 344. We're in the journalism break room. Um, I'm Liam. I'm Walker. And thank you for joining us. As always, it's been real.